welcome to 3Q, where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. I'm your host, Rachel Vogel, and I'm very excited about tonight's guest, Donna Ross Jones, founder and president of Transition Music Corporation. I actually had the opportunity to first get to know Donna as a college intern. But from the minute I met her, I knew I had to learn everything I could from such an influential woman in the business. Donna has enjoyed success as an entrepreneur, artist manager, music supervisor, and music publisher. She's worked with artists such as Eddie Murphy, Anita Baker, Hart, Stevie B, and many more. So it should be no surprise that she has a stellar track record with several awards and honors under her belt. She's been featured on the Hollywood Reporter's 50 Most Influential Women in Entertainment list and named Essence Magazine's Entrepreneur of Excellence. So as you may notice, I could go on and on about how amazing Donna is, but I think it's time I let Donna speak for herself. So Donna, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I am terrific. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and one of the things I think is so important is supporting people who are trying to come in this business. I'm especially mm -hmm. power passionate about helping women. So thank you for all those kind words. And thank you for wanting to get information out that helps people. Of course, of course. I know how busy you are. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to do this. And with that, I want to respect your time. So let's jump right into question number one. Imagine for a second, you're sitting down with your 25-year-old self. What one piece of advice would you give her on a personal note? And what one piece of advice would you give her from a business perspective? Yeah, from a personal note, I would tell her that it's going to be okay. You can work hard, but you can also take some time for yourself and it won't be the end of the world. Um, I didn't think that was true. I thought if I stopped for five seconds, someone would bypass me. I wouldn't give enough value. It would be terrible. So mm -hmm. learning that it's okay, be amazing, do everything you can, and it's okay to take care of yourself. On a professional side, I would say the biggest thing is how to embrace failure, that no, it's not good, no, it doesn't feel good, but it is just a part of it. So mm -hmm. take it in as quickly as you can, because we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to fail. There is no get out of failure free card. Doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it just, I would tell myself not to worry about each one as much, but rather get right, take that same energy of freaking out about it and shift it as quickly as I can into what was the lesson learned? Who can I learn more from? What do I do to not do that again? And how do I get to the point of owning it so that I have the power to change it in the future? Right. And do that as quickly as possible. That's really great advice. I definitely recommend anyone listening who's young and hungry entering this industry to take that with them as they go along. I know I will. Thank you. Moving right along, let's jump into question number two. You know better than anyone that every industry has its dirty little secrets, and it's no different in the music industry. But sometimes people think that's a bad thing when that isn't always the case. Sometimes they can be quite good. 
What's one secret you would like to share with our listeners about the industry? Hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know that I would say that it's good as much as there's just things that are. Right. They just are. And they That's don't necessarily way. come with any, they don't fall on either side. They hurt some people, they help some people, they just are. One of the first things I think it's always good to know is to get some history on the business that you're getting into. So right. For what it's evolved from. And this business, the music business, has evolved in a very short time from being very much a mafia business. Right. And all kinds of cowboys and deals and under the table and payola and just very uncorporate. Mm -hmm. So the corporate structure of our business is newer. I think some of the ways that people operate remain unchanged. I think it is definitely a business where, I guess if I were to say the dirty little secret <laughs> is that a whole bunch of people on the business side know how to manipulate creatives. Mm -hmm. And the idea of do no harm is not usually in play in our business. It is very much a business. If you look at any of the numbers, if you really research it, you'll see it's a business that really benefits a far smaller number. It benefits mm -hmm. the few on a massive scale and it benefits the other on a little scale. Right. So I just suggest really understand the business that you're getting into because it is one that, I guess when you said, you made me think of another thing when you said that sometimes <laughs> it's good. Right. Well, the, the whole paradigm of a host and a parasite is good. It can be good because, mm -hmm. you know, the, if you're a whale and the parasites come in and they clean your teeth and they keep your scales clean, you have balance, right? Mm -hmm. And in our business, the hosts are the artists. They That's are true. the people who create. And often that host parasite relationship gets out of balance. So I would say that's a secret that people don't talk very much about, but you know, you listen to Panic in the Disco, you listen to certain <laughs> songs, you listen to artists, they will all tell you this. They will almost all of them who've been successful will tell you how they got, they were the host, they may not use those words, but mm -hmm. how they got taken advantage of and they got sort of drained. And at the end of the day, they had very little, but other people had become very rich. And I would say that's the other thing to be really, really aware of and use that in making your decisions, I think, as not only a creative, but as an executive in any role. Where do you want to live? Do you want to live in balance or do you want to get out of balance? <laughs> and it is a choice and uh -huh. um, it's, it's a choice, but to be aware that that's what's occurring. And it's, it's achieving balance because sometimes when you're starting, you do have to give more. Definitely. So again, it's always balance. It's paying attention. It's being aware. And it's mostly for everyone, not letting your ego guide your decision making. Definitely. I think Easy that's very important. Very hard to do. That and, you know, from my perspective, as someone who's just entering the industry, I can already attest that adaptability is also a very important skill to have as well. You have to be adaptable because you never know when something is going to change for worse or for better. So that's a really good point. So, adaptable well, and know what your values are. I always right. suggest write your own core values, write your own mission statement, mm -hmm. know who you are. 
and Definitely. then stick with that. Well, time has just flown by and we have already reached our third and final question. Donna, throughout your career, I can only imagine you've been asked a lot of questions, whether for industry conferences, the media, or even a promotion when you were working for somebody else. But throughout all the interviews and questions, I'll bet there was one that you have never been asked, but would have liked to. So Donna, what is the question and how would you have answered it? Gosh, I think that is the toughest question that you've asked me because <laughs> I tend to respond and be interested in what people want to know more than what I want to say. Being that person, I don't dwell a lot on that, but let me think. Yeah, take your time. So I'll think of there's two. We all know that success is not always based on talent. Mm -hmm. It can be a lot of factors. And I think being as talented and capable and doing your best and being your best should happen, period. That's a given. I think that no one's really asked me the thing that I've seen in some of the most successful entrepreneurs and artists who I consider to be entrepreneurs. And my answer to that would be looking always at yourself as a brand mm -hmm. and diversifying. Never, right. I mean, there's an old saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but we don't always think about it that way when it comes to how we approach our careers, how we approach our business, how we approach our product. I mean, typically when you write a business plan for a product, you look at a sales plan on A and a B and a C so that, because you don't always control the vari variables and we right. don't in our business. So I would say the thing that I haven't been asked enough about is what are those factors that I think contribute the most to success? And I would say beyond the obvious, be the best you can be, commitment, mm -hmm. sacrifice, and diversification. If you're not Great. willing to, that's just, those are all critical because you just don't know which one will work. And I personally mm -hmm. believe in everything being approached as a triangle because that's the strongest shape in the universe. If you diversify and you say, okay, I'm going to look at, concert sales, I'm going to look at record sales, I'm going to look at licensing to film and television. So that might be one triangle. So you go after them all and you give yourself an opportunity to make different deals in both. Again, giving yourself an opportunity to maybe make, be constantly making money, creating some traction, building some success until you do have the opportunity to hit that upslide of the roller coaster. And maybe mm -hmm. you won't, but you would at least have been, been able to survive. And I think coming from you provides a unique and valuable perspective because you've seen so many sides of the industry. So, you know, you can really speak as to how you view things from an executive's point of view, an artist's point of view, um, and overall just give really invaluable insights. So thank you for that. Well, Donna, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on 3Q tonight. I appreciate you taking the time for me and for our listeners, and I look forward to having another conversation soon. And to my 3Q audience, I know you enjoyed hearing from Donna as much as I enjoyed speaking with her. Stay tuned for next week's episode of 3Q, a podcast where I interview industry professionals for just 15 minutes by asking three powerful questions. See you then.